When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kevin Black, Don Woody Page, Clinton Yates, and making your second career appearance, Courtney Cronin. Welcome back. Kevin, you're pointing the wrong way, the other way. Thank you very much. All right, the latest on Steph's ankle, and who you'd be more afraid to pitch to right now, Jocelyn Allo or Prime Barry Bonds. And if the cops show up in the midst of your prank war, have you gone too far or have you nailed it? Let's go. I'm deducting a point from Blackstone for pointing the wrong way. According to Cronin. Yes, you had to know, know where you are in the TV screen. We've spent a lot of time talking about the Golden State Warriors' third quarters. What about the Boston Celtics' fourth quarters? 87-47 in these three final games. It's plus 40. It goes a long way to where we are. Boston 2, Golden State 1. Boston crowd last night, huge, and sticking it to Draymond Green, as you know would happen. Green's line and game was subterranean last night. And one more thing, Curry's ankle, Warriors calling it wait and see. But today Steve Kerr saying he's expected to play. Game four is tomorrow, a quicker turnaround than we've seen in the series. Courtney Cronin, around the horn to you. Would you call last night series shifting in your mind? Yeah, I would, because it sets the Golden State Warriors up for a must-win situation in Game 4, because they'd be down 3-1 to one if they lose on mm-hmm. Friday night. In order, and in order for them to come back and win the finals, that means that the Celtics have to lose three straight, and I just don't see that happening. Like, I know Clay Thompson said that this is familiar territory for them, because in 2015, they started out that series in the finals against Cleveland down 2-1. to one. But this Celtics team is bigger, stronger, more athletic, and from top to bottom, more talented than that Cavs team was. So I just don't see it happening unless the Golden State Warriors are able to even this thing out in Game 4. The rookie coming in strong saying a must-win game in Game 4 for Golden State. Clinton Yates, specifically about last night, did you see a shift in the series? Series shifting, no. Pivotal, yes. And let's get weird. 3-1 when it involves the Warriors. Not necessarily insurmountable overall, (laughs) but I think the problem with this is to start the game, as I mentioned on Tuesday, was you know, hour back special aside, they came out poorly. They were rushing shots in the shot clock. Offensive rebounding was terrible. The foul trouble matter didn't help things. But if you told me that Boston was going to have three guys with 20 and five for the first time, the dudes were doing it out here for the Lakers years ago, and this was still a relatively close game late, I would tell you that's all right from the Warriors. Yeah, these are adjustments that happen in the NBA Finals. I don't think this was that big of a deal overall. However, the loss obviously matters. Wait, you lost me there. So three Celtics players went 20 and five. For the first time in the and finals this was still a relatively since close the Los game. Angeles you know Lakers 40 years ago. And you think, hey, that's pretty good for the Warriors? No, I'm saying it's still a something that if they do that well and that game wasn't a total blowout like we've seen in a lot of NBA playoff games, I think the Warriors can understand the adjustments they can make to get back to Woody the Woody Page, I'll bring you in here. Yes, to extend what you're saying, Tony, there were six players on the Celtics that had five rebounds or more. How many in, on the Warriors had that? One, uh, Otto Porter Jr., 
talking about assists that you went through all of those. There were more guys that had five assists than than uh, on the Celtics than the the Warriors were just not an assist team last night. So even though I think that Courtney made some great points, I don't think it's a series changer. This series is going to go seven games, I think, that we've seen both teams bounce back and forth. Of course, the Celtics are more athletic. They're healthier than the Warriors. Mm -hmm. But the Warriors play so well in San Francisco that I think we're going to see this series go on, and that didn't make a difference in uh, changing that. Kevin Blackstone. You know, I wasn't surprised to see Boston come out with the energy that they did um, and the explosiveness that they, that they displayed. Everybody was seemed to be intact. I mean, and Tatum was what he is in this series, which is the best player on the floor for either team. Um, but I still Ooh. look at the third and the fourth quarter. Um, well, of course he is because he can play both ends of the court. Nobody is as dominant as he is on both ends of the court in this series, Jason Tatum. But I still look at the third mm-hmm. quarter and, and the fact that the Warriors were able to come back. They grabbed the lead, and then the Celtics were able to feed off of their energy, playing great defense and still scoring the basketball and able to hold them off, pushing the score, I think, like 14 points by the last two minutes of the game, which is when Steph Curry went out. So I don't think it was game shifting, but I think it was really interesting to watch how both teams responded in this in this particular game and what the coaches did to try and make a difference. Real quick, anybody going to push back on Blackstone there? Tatum, the best player in this series, not Steph Curry. Anyone pushing back there? Definitely yeah. not Tatum looks like the best player right now. He's the difference in the series. Okay, fine. I didn't, I, all right, here we are. Blackstone's got it. Uh, Draymond Green had the bad game, and he said he was soft, that he came out too soft, and that explains his line. He heard a whole lot from the crowd. F-U chance is what he heard after the game. Kerr and Clay called that real classy as they were being sarcastic, and Draymond's wife posted that she and the children were hearing obscenities that rhymed with rich and rubber ducker. But Draymond, on his podcast after the game, said he was all right with that and understands it comes with the territory. Also, he was asked after the game by reporters whether his podcast was giving out too much intel on this series, and he laughed at that. There's a lot going on there. In the middle of a finals, Kevin Blackstone, is it too much? Well, it's not enough coming from Draymond Green when you look at the stats and you hear all the noise. The noise is way too much. He's been a talking point in this series from, from the very first game. And I would submit that what he contributed to his team in this particular game, uh, just two points, one of four from the field, what he had, three or four rebounds, and fouled out of the game on top of it. And when you look at what he was doing defensively, really not helping out, I think that that was the bigger problem than than all the noise that – uh, that, that was going on from the fans and everything like that. Look, Draymond knows and we all know that he invites this. This is the way he, this is the way he plays the game. But he's doing a lot less playing of the game now and a lot more making noise in the game than he was doing previously. And I think that is a problem for the Warriors and a plus for the Celtics. Courtney Cronin. It's definitely not a problem for the Boston Celtics. You heard Jalen Brown last night say that Draymond's going to be Draymond Green. They just need to kind of keep doing their thing, and it hasn't seemed to bother them. I mean, the guy has 
more turnovers committed than he does made baskets, has as many points as he does as he does turnovers as well, and on top of that, more texts than he does threes. What does that tell you? It tells you that he's not completely locked in on what he's doing on the floor and he's talking too much, but it doesn't phase Boston, so I guess they want him to keep doing it. Lynn Yates? I'm not buying that it doesn't phase Boston. We talked about this earlier in the week when they were at home, the dubs, it worked. And in this particular case, I think Draymond just went too far in the wrong space. On the road, dealing with that crowd, that's not the time to go full Draymond and lose it. You needed that guy in terms of not just the stat line, but how he played. He was sloppy. He was all over the place. The turnovers were terrible. I like Draymond doing this. I don't like it when it doesn't work, and the L is a good enough reason for me to say, hey, figure something else out if I'm Steve Kerr. Woody Page. We don't expect a triple-double from him, but we do expect him not to have a single quintuplet. And that's exactly what he had last night, where you look at his line and it had zero, one, two, three, four, and six, which many fouled out in a critical time in the game. And he's, how is he fouling out? There's a scrumble there, and, and uh, he gets up and pushes somebody. That's your sixth foul. That's the best you can do when you're in position still to win the game. He's got to play more under control. We know he's a disturbing force to the Celtics, but that's not the way to do it. He's got to rebound. They were so badly rebounded last night, 37-21. to 21. Where was he a factor on the offensive rebounds? Nowhere. And Black is only after the horn. And let's not forget, you could say that he is lucky that he played in that game at all, right? I mean, he's been on the edge of getting technical fouls in every single game. And I am amazed, amazed that the NBA referees are keeping him in games the way he has been performing. Mm. And then the news of the day, lastly, right? A breath of relief from the Golden State Warriors with Steve Kerr saying that Steph Curry is expected to be Available and playing in full strength for game four. Did anybody, just real quick, think there was anything too much from Al Horford uh, with the contact with Curry? Cronin? No, I don't. I think that that was, you know, obviously an unfortunate thing for Steph Curry's ankle to get rolled up there. Um, but more importantly, the Golden State Warriors walked away from game three knowing that they need to play Stephen Curry 40-plus minutes, but really they can't because look at how much this series, when he's playing anywhere from like 37 to 40, has already weighed on him. So they walked away with a big lesson learned. Yates. Yeah, the James Harden rule coming into play here, but I do think if this isn't the NBA Finals, that call isn't made a flagrant one. Mm -hmm. We've been horrible. We'll move on. Lightning Rangers tonight, Game 5. Like all Game 5s, pivotal. And in this game, the irresistible force paradox. Home ice versus momentum, if you believe it either. Clinton Yates around the horn to you. What is the better advantage tonight? Who's got the advantage tonight? Rangers at home or the Lightning on their two straight wins? I think it's the Rangers at home. You look at their record this postseason, they're 8-1, and one, and the one game they lost was a triple overtime, kind of mm. crazy thing to the Pens. And overall, Shesterkin's a better netminder at home. I understand that the Bolts getting back to form is a big deal, but if the Rangers are going to have any shot, it's going to start right there in the garden, and that's where they are. Lucky them. Woody Page. Yes, I agree with Clinton that the Rangers have the edge. I don't think momentum carries from Florida to New York for this game whatsoever. That when you consider that the New York Rangers – uh, score more than four goals in, on average in the playoffs so far, and they only give up uh, just barely over two goals. I think At that's home, right. more than just a random interest there. Courtney Cronin. I guess I'm the only one who does believe in momentum carrying over from one place to another. That's why 
originally I picked the Rangers to win the first two games because of how they played the last series. But Nikita Kucherov has scored a goal in three straight games. He's been terrific. We need to start giving Andre Palat a little bit more credit because he is a playmaker all over the ice. The line that had him, Steven Stomkos, and Kucherov the other night, you can't stop that. So I think that that's the type of momentum that's going to carry over for a team that, you know, just won two Stanley Cups. Can we start giving them a little credit for that? <laughs> and Kevin Blackstone. Yeah, I'm going to give him credit for that, and I'm kind of leaning towards Courtney. You know what struck me is just the fact that it looked like the Lightning were starting to get their legs under them, shaking off some rust, and it looked like the Rangers were starting to hit the wall, and now we know they're going to be, could be missing a couple of centers going into this game, so I'm leaning towards the healthier team. You said you were leaning towards Courtney. Let's see you lean towards Courtney. Courtney. Let's see if you know where to do it yeah, in the Which camera. way, Kevin? Uh, which way? Uh, oh, no. Got it wrong. There we go. The leading tower of Flagstone. Taking a break here, Woody, you did the count from Sesame Street when you were going zero, one, ah, ah, two, three, and you came up with a new word, scrumble. Kind of dig it. <laughs> Buy or sell next. Scrum yeah. plus scramble. That's a word in the South. Scrumble? No, that's a like word in Around the Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida mas fina. Part of happy hour. And in part by Verizon. 5G from the network more people rely on. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. First falls of the LIV Tour today, just outside London. And an ocean away issue dropping as many expected. The PGA Tour announcing all PGA Tour players who are playing the LIV Tour have been suspended from the PGA Tour. That's Mickelson, that's Johnson, that's 17 in total. Woody Page, buy or sell the PGA suspending these players? 
I'm buying it. I buy that the players as independent contractors can go play on whatever tour they want to. But the PGA Tour is a corporation and you abide by the regulations of, uh, or you are suspended. So I'm buying both. If you want to go play somewhere else, do it. If you don't want them to play on your tour anymore, do it. Courtney Cronin. I'm buying that the PGA said that they were going to do what they just did, which is handing down punishment to players who want to go play somewhere else. Like, the players had to do what they had to do for themselves financially, and the PGA had to do what it had to do to protect the integrity of its organization. So, you know, the memo that was sent out from Jay Monahan to players kind of sensed a little trepidation there. Like, guys, you're important to us. Like, stay here. Make sure that you're still part of the PGA tournament going forward because uh, if they start moving the goalposts, it's going to be a really bad look for the PGA. Kevin Blackstone. Yeah, of course I'm buying it for all the reasons that Courtney just laid out. I mean, this is an existential fight for the PGA after 93 years in existence. All of a sudden, someone else has come up with more money than they've got and they haven't even tapped into broadcasters or into sponsors. Do you think broadcasters or, and sponsors are not going to possibly follow this tour if that's where all the stars go? Of course they would. So this is this is big trouble for the PGA. It's a good move from a business standpoint as well as a PR standpoint. They've got to protect their own interest. And also, they're betting on themselves. Have you seen that other product? Shotgun starts and leaderboards that look like something off of F1's second tour or whatever? Like, yeah, if I'm the PGA, I'll fight that fight in terms of the product I've built over the past whatever amount. Surprised me, though, that players being independent contractors. I thought maybe more of you would say they're – Integrity was a word Courtney said. Uh, I think that's from a business integrity standpoint. Integrity and a moral authority here on either side, nowhere to be found. We're going to move on. Buy or sell two Cooper Cup, $75 million guaranteed. Biggest deal ever for a wide receiver. Coming hours after the Rams signed Aaron Donald to the biggest deal ever for a defensive lineman. So now I ask the same question. How are the Rams doing all this under the cap? Courtney, what do you buy from the Cup extension? I'm buying that the Rams think that their window to repeat as Super Bowl champions is right now. Think about all the extensions that they've doled out this offseason. This week also, let's not forget Aaron Donald uh, had a record deal for himself. Matthew Stafford's in the fold. We know that they're going to extend Sean McVay here. This offseason, they bolstered their receiving core by going out to get Allen Robinson. Okay, but, but rookie, if I can ask a question, your second career show. The window to repeat as champion is now. When else would it be? They are already the defending champion. When else... Could they be the repeat champion? Kevin Blackstone, how about you? I buy that they have enough money to buy this argument, and I celebrate it. We've been talking the last several weeks about Lamar Jackson's deal, holding out. We've been talking about Kyler Murray. This team has focused on a guy who is a star and a leader of their team that helped them get a Super Bowl trophy. Of course you pay him. Good for them. Yeah, they did everything right. This is happened when, what happens when you're not drafting people and wasting a bunch of money on that. But the person who needs a raise, Les Snead, hello. Can we give the GM some credit? You know what I mean? The guy's been doing a great job. And Woody Page. Yeah, I'm buying it. Uh, in a league that demands a salary cap, the owners look for every possible way to violate that salary cap. And this is the way you do it with guaranteed money. They're the only team with three players that are going to make $25 million. And OBJ's trying to get in the side door to get part of this. And I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I mean, they're not violating the salary cap to our knowledge. They're working around it a little bit, you know, and being creative about that. Use the word showbiz, baby. Use the word. Well, of course, of course. (laughs) All right. Fire Cell 3 College World Series. Look at the home runs from Oklahoma yesterday. Six. 
The final was 16-1 in the championship series. Jocelyn Allo, maybe the greatest hitter of all time. And I'm talking over Babe Ruth and Barry Bonds. I'm not just talking about college hitter. The batting order, maybe the greatest of all time. The team, some could make the argument the greatest of all time. Game two tonight, Clinton. Whether tonight's a coronation for Oklahoma, whether the awesome dominance is truly historic, and hello, it's not even over yet. Could Texas maybe do something today? Longhorns, piece of advice, hang on for the ride because it's going to be a tough one. Oklahoma to get to the championship series, run rule the team. This is their 40th run rule of the year, which is twice as many as the next team in NCAA Division I. I'm sorry, it's not happening as soon as they're taking this thing home. Woody Page. Well, Texas realizes it did beat Oklahoma earlier. Mm -hmm. And the other point is, if I were the manager, a coach, I would walk Allo and Jennings every time they came up and give yourself a chance. You'd walk them every time they come up. This is interesting to me, again, because uh, I'm taking Allo over prime Barry Bonds. I'm taking her over prime Babe Ruth right now. Courtney Cronin. She's hitting 679 <laughs> in the NCAA tournament. Do not pitch to her. Like, that's an absolute no-brainer. So you would no walk brainer. her Texas as well? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. And I, they need more from Courtney Day and Janae Jefferson if they want to be able to even this thing out tonight. Kevin Blagastone. Courtney, my university, Northwestern, who probably played Indiana, they tried that same uh, approach and it didn't, <laughs> didn't work. work out. They let up two grads left. <laughs> yeah, that, that didn't work. But I will say this. They did, they did come back from a being one, uh, one rule, run ruled game and beat Oklahoma. So maybe they can watch that tape and take something from it. Woody Page, just looked it up. Scrumble is a word. Scrumble yes. is a part of crocheting. Not exactly applying oh. to the NBA Finals, but I mean, you were creative in your use of the word. Scrumble. Scrumble. Woody My and Clinton can scramble as Cronin and Blackstone face off and showdown in two minutes. Big 10. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Around the Horn is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. 13 losses in a row. No Mike Trout in the lineup. How do the Angels try to break their streak? By surprising their batters with walk-off music. That was from the band Nickelback last night. We can't play the music, so look at this photograph. Didn't work. They were shut out 1-0 to Boston. 
Have we gotten to a point where Nickelback's not breaking streaks? What can the Angels possibly do, Courtney? Well, I think an upgrade from Nickelback might be to play some Creed. I don't know if they have as many songs in their catalog to give each batter their own walk-up song, but that's what I'd go with. This is kind of gimmicky, kind of like a Joe Madden gimmick, but joke's on them. He's not their manager anymore. Kevin Blackstone? Uh, Nickelback Creed, come on, get hip. This is 2022. Can we just go buy down the rap top 100 list and get some music off of that? And, oh, by the way, why don't you try some BP? A little bit more of that before the game. Maybe that'll help. Get hip, Blackstone says. All right, yeah. Um, we're going to go ahead and give the point to Kevin Blackstone. 30 seconds of FaceTime. I just want to say I never knew that Father-Daughter Day could be so much fun. But at, at my daughter's school the other day to shut down the season, they had that. It was the gold team, which we are on, and the blue team, which they are on. And guess what? We shut it down, especially, I think, on the, uh, on the ball handoff thing. Crushed them on that. Can't wait for Father-Daughter Day next year. Do it, dads, if you're out there. Life's greatest pleasure. Speaking of family affairs, say hello to Jacob Brian Barrett. Ramona Shelburne had a little boy. Yo. Yes. Sources say Ramona and Nevin and Big Brother Daniel are in love. And let me pass the mute button along to you for a night's sleep. 